This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. It's official. It's official. Go. What's good? It's official. Man? What's happening? Thanks for doing this, bro. Dude, thanks for asking me to. I, where are you in, in the house? This this looks brand new behind you. <laughs> uh, it's it's in the fourth bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a fucking grown up, sir. I'm proud oh, of you. Super grown up. Super grown up. Where are you at? Baby's house. Baby on oh, the yeah. way. Oh, yeah. How do you, how, how do you feel about baby number three uh i'm excited i'm not gonna lie like whatever like (laughs) i think the first baby the first baby was you know that was kind of like the unknown and stressful part but the second baby it was like all right been there know how to keep a kid alive and uh i don't know it was easier than the first one so yeah, I, I agree. I'm imagining third's just going to be more of the same as that. So, so you you have a boy and a girl. Like, are you yep. leaning toward one way or the other? Because I know you guys wait until the baby enters the world before you find out the sex. Like, are you like, yeah. hey, it's going to be two boys? Yeah, two and girls? it's fun. It's fun uh, waiting. Um, so my, my my answer to that question is uh, multi-layered here. So, <laughs> okay. right. I, you know, I think uh, I think it would be cool if uh, for whatever reason, I feel like Jamie um, being the boy. only boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jamie's our boy. Charlie's our girl. We have gender opposite nicknames for our kids. Um, we. Oh, gosh. All right. Starting <laughs> over. So I think Jamie would be kind of cool to, you know, like he's my only boy. Like he's, he's very special to me. My, my daughter, like she's obviously special to me too, but um, he was our first. So I think that would be kind of cool having, having him be the only one. I do not want to have to protect a second daughter and have to worry (laughs) about a second daughter. I feel like Charlie, our girl is gonna be teaching her all the things all the ways of getting away with stuff you know and it's like i don't want another opportunity to have a stripper daughter you know <laughs> like like no one wants that for their daughter i don't Do know you want that for your daughter i i don't care at this point. oh come on you I know. should not take that long to answer that question no, i i mean here, here's the thing i think i think you made a great point i think with the first child all the overthinking for me has gone out the window. You you have a kid, you don't, you know, you keep it alive. Boom, I got this. <laughs> you don't say a parent of the fucking year. Then you have these yep. other babies and there's like the rules. I guess the rules don't change, but the way you parent is just completely different. So here, here's where I'm at in life. And you're not going to agree with me. Nobody agrees with me so far. I've been saying this on stage lately. Like, I feel like it's sexist. <laughs> I feel like it's sexist to raise my daughter differently than my sons. Meaning, if my sons uh-huh. are going to be hoes, I feel like my daughter should be a hoe too. I feel like it's not my responsibility <laughs> to be like, no, hoeing is just for boys. <laughs> so, so I'm, no, I'm, I'm, a- keep, I'm a- keeping them equal. Absolutely. Keep it equal. <laughs> if he's going to be a hoe, she's going to be a hoe. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, show. You are from. <laughs> no, abs- absolutely. It's sexist. My wife tells me the same thing. Like, are you going to be okay with, with the boys sleeping around? And it's like, well, no, but I, I definitely not going to be okay. If it's the girls <laughs> sleeping around, it's like, no, and that's wrong. So yeah. you're an equal opportunity hoist. I am trying. So. I am. I feel like that's very progressive. <laughs> I think you're doing <laughs> good. Yeah, right. absolutely. So, uh, 
let's let's back up uh, i love how we just jump right into it it's almost like we just pick up i don't it, it was off. just like a, all right here we go not um, a hey man you know what? like okay we're gonna we're gonna start <laughs> no it was just I thought you were eating some soup right now i didn't know what in <laughs> no foreplay no nothing you have a sound effect keyboard okay so so who are you let's start there who are you and and we'll talk about uh how we know each other if you remember when we met like that whole uh lifetime ago relationship yeah yes so uh my my name is michael Sorensen, and we we met what back in 2006 i started getting after melissa <laughs> you know so i okay i i grew up a uh, very suburban household you know white guy two parents that are still together like just basic you know <laughs> um i barely made it through high school you know i was i was too busy playing video games chasing women you know like i um i didn't get into like drugs and alcohol and stuff like that like you know kind of a goody goody but um i I always had a little bit of an alternative look you know that was where i pushed my boundaries and i was just let me ask about that like where where did that come from was it like you know the music i was listening to or like like what like what, like what the drove look? that? Yeah, that that drove that the look, the attitude, the you know, the pushback. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a that is a very good question. Like the look was kind of there before the 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 rebellion of music, okay? <laughs> okay. So I never liked listening to what my parents listened to. It was always like Billy Joel, Elton John, stuff like that. So it was you know, like I wasn't feeling their music, but I always thought, you know, dudes with tattoos and piercings, like they were badass, right? They were cool. So I don't know. I, I just always kind of, that always resonated with me. And then the music just kind of <laughs> worked right into it. So, but yeah. Got it. So you barely made it out of, high, you said you barely made it out of high school. Yep. Uh, jumped around you know what I, I did some community college uh i did a lot of working and ended up going to school to be uh automotive tech and hated that and you know now i'm selling cars and stuff that's 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 kind of me in a nutshell and can i, can I add the, real quick you you sold us our minivan that's important to share we love this goddamn piece of uh equipment <laughs> it's, it's yeah. changed our life you're changing you're changing people's life changing people's lives yeah i man i for one i really appreciate the business like just that opportunity is yeah we drove from iowa to minnesota just to buy a car that's important i guess yeah yeah so like this dude really really has my back you know he's looking out for me um that van is kick-ass by the way like how many people say that about minivans and you probably thought i was full of shit when i was like talking it up but it's it's awesome like it's got anything that you want in it like you can you can really you could you could race for pinks against some stuff that you 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 might be surprised you would win now it's it's it's, uh it's legitimately dope uh it's the chrysler pacifica and i find myself having those conversations with other dads and other parents about which which minivans do you have yeah and (laughs) And it's kind of weird because the Chrysler Pacifica crew is like the, you know, the Fiji water of, of, <laughs> of minivans. They're very like prestigious and, oh, you driving a, a Dodge Caravan, whatever it is. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, like you, you drive right, a caravan, so. you're drinking well water. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. And Day Day, how many, how many sunroofs do you have? It's, it wasn't one. It's two. It's it like, wasn't two. I know. It, it's it, three. Like that's that's insane. That's insane. You're a baller. You're a baller. You might as well have twenty dollar coasters around your house. That is so hilarious. I don't know. Give me a good time to to share that. Let's see if we can save it to the end. Uh, I do this thing where I jump all over the place, and it. Yeah, me too. Get, it's and, called ADD. <laughs> we'll see. if We'll get back to that twenty dollar bill story. Sounds, so, sounds good. 
Uh, going back to you said Melissa, Missy, you, yeah, t- 2006. You guys, you guys didn't immediately start dating. Like you were, God no, no, she way. wasn't into me. <laughs> you she wasn't into me at all. While. So I was not her type at all. I don't know if you remember that, but she was like, <laughs> what, no. what, what was her type? Like if you if you could typecast, what was her type? Um, I, like I would had say. I would say more of the like button down preppy kind of a look. <laughs> really? You know, like like polo, clean shaven, no tattoos, no Got piercing, it. stuff like that. And I came in there and you ask her now, and it's like the beard. She ah. she gave me a lot of shit about my nose piercing, but um, <laughs> you know, like she's into it now. See, so that's right, fellas. Don't change up. Okay, have her no. fall in love with who you are. I love this. No. This is a great story. damn straight, damn straight. You start following what she wants to do. You're just setting yourself up for a lifetime of following, right? No one so, wants I mean, that. Other than her being like a beautiful woman, what what drew you to to Melissa? Um, I mean that's that's a great question. Just you know, like it, I'm a I'm a dude, so it was the looks <laughs> that first took it. Yeah. But what kind of kept me coming back, like, you know, I found her very interesting. She, uh, like I said, she was kind of tough to get with in the first place. So, you know, it's, I was chasing that, but like, she was, she was smart. Um, she was funny. She could sing, still can. Um, <laughs> like, she just, like, she just had this, this feeling of like, this girl's got her shit together. Mm. and she she needed no one in her life to do what she was going to do she was just you know like if i wanted to hang out with her this is where she was going to be and i have to be there otherwise she's fine not seeing me mm. so like that was that was really cool you know um i yeah i think that about sums it up what like so when was like what was the turning point like what did you do or say that gave you a chance to to take her out or or go on this date or or start this love fest because as you've mentioned 2006 is a long fucking time ago <laughs> you know so like that's crazy oh, yeah. to think about it but like yeah that's what 20 like flip phones and yes like yeah yeah oh yeah so um yeah what what was the turning point so i don't know if you know this and you're just asking because it's a funny part of our story here i don't think i know but this is good the juice comes out i mean it's not like crazy but here's the deal she was 19 she was going to winona with some friends and she didn't have anybody to buy her booze oh i got you I got that you. was it. That was it. That was my end. So did you, you know, go like with her? I've been sitting. Yeah, yeah. So she was working her shift at Applebee's, <laughs> and she mentioned that, and I was like, "Let's go. I got you." Um. So we hopped in her car, and oh, this this little detail. Her she drove a manual transmission. I was like. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, it was a Hyundai accent. So, like, it wasn't a Skyline or Super or anything super uh-huh. cool, but she drew, she drove a stick. I was Got like, it. that's badass. So, <laughs> we hopped in her car, went to the liquor store. I think I bought her like Miller Light or Bud Light or something gross. And <laughs> it, that was, that was, that was it. We were, we were driving back. Uh, I was like a week or something before Valentine's Day. I was like, hey, you got anything going on? Do you want to go out on a date? I waited until after I bought her booze. So she wasn't obligated to say yes or anything. We're in her car. She's already got the booze. She yeah, just smart man. be like, smart nah, man. get out of here. So um, <laughs> that was my end. We went on. <laughs> no, I, I we didn't, went on I didn't our hear date. that story. Yep. And uh, what was what was funny our date actually didn't happen on valentine's day like it was supposed to she ended up having to work work and um like i said i'm still trying to get in here i brought her flowers and shit while she was at work and i walked in 
y'all were busy. Yes. Like, yeah. like, like if 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 I have an early biz. memory of it, I believe I remember this. Not like it was the 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 yesterday, but I do remember it being crazy busy and you popping up. And I thought that was a super romantic gesture. Like, this, I mean, give, give a, I give thought so too. too. Okay. I thought so too. So I walk in there and uh, your your manager John was like, right? Oh, yeah, Mike, yeah. You know, <laughs> I've, I've already been coming in for we, quite a while. With we my were buddy very Marcus busy. Like, was, we didn't have Mike, time. We're for busy. This. Like, that's just, no, just not not tonight. And then he saw me holding holding these flowers, and he was like, "Oh, bless your heart." Okay, hold on. And he went over, and you you could see her kind of look over and go, oh, shit. Are you kidding me right now? Wow. Little did I know her parents were there eating <laughs> dinner for Valentine's Day. <laughs> and she didn't want to play the 20 questions like, who's this guy bringing you flowers while you're at work? So she had me like kind of sneak over onto the other side of the restaurant. And said, okay, thanks. I'm busy. See you later. I was like, oh, all right. That was <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, so we went out on this date. The next day, we went and did bingo out at Mystic. You know, super romantic, hot <laughs> first date. And uh, we ended up going on a second date and everything. And this is another thing I don't know if you knew. I was like, you know, like we started feeling each other a little bit after the second one. Like it was, you know, it was kind of second kinda, date. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I, you know, that was when conversation started jumping off a little bit more and it started feeling a little bit more natural. I was like, you know, you want to, this going anywhere for you? You want to do another one? She's like, no. <laughs> and I was just <laughs> like, damn. Wow. All right. All right. So, it was even more work and shit after that. Yeah. Like, it was like getting higher, but you're not going to. St- you're not going to start for like six months. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> good job, bro. I got to fucking wait. Not even getting hard. It's like, hey, okay. I know you've been waiting for this position to open up. <laughs> it's open. You can do an interview. And then once the interview is over, nope. That's position crazy. is not open. Hey, so. That's crazy. And yeah, fast forward. We have two kids. Fast forward. Baby yeah. on the way, beautiful house, and yeah. Uh, how long have you guys been married officially? Uh, let's see here. Was it seven years? Just over seven years. Wow, that's a uh, like <laughs> like one year is is phenomenal to me. I, so our first year of marriage was by far our hardest, and the second wasn't that far. <laughs> that wasn't that far behind i think it was the second year that we i want to say we we went to counseling i don't know if it was at the end of the first year or at the beginning of the second year and things kind of got better um yeah and then oh good for you for going to counseling i I mean shit it's smart and i recommend it like i don't know (laughs) if there is a i'm I'm sure there's always going to be a stigma around the the concept of asking for help but it's it's one of the smartest things you can do when you Absolutely. have ex, you know exercise when you exhaust like all these other op you know options. So no, it, it was. Well, and it let's was, be real, like we barely know what the fuck we're doing, you know, with anything. So why not get a why not get a professional to help you out with your shit? Absolutely, and and at the bare minimum, just talking things out and almost having like that mediator, just having that safe space was was. 10 times more beneficial than us arguing on the couch or waiting till the kids are asleep and then trying to rush through serious, you know, <laughs> like conversations. It's like it, it was it was great for us. Um, we just it's also more beneficial than fighting in front of the kids and uh, getting loud and obnoxious. Yeah, so, see, I'm I'm very what was it? Passive-aggressive, so like I'll just <laughs> I'll just do a bunch of shit that like you know, basically indicates that I'm not happy with your mom right now. Yeah. Um, but we, we don't oh, come we don't on. Do Deanne of- is a lovely woman. She's <laughs> awesome. She's great. No, I like, like what my up, wife, D? My, <laughs> Monica, Monica's too like, so this was an issue that we had in our marriage. She cares in my opinion and, and kind of, kind of factual. 
I feel like she cares more about what other people feel about us and our marriage than what I feel about our marriage. And that yeah. that small little part of, you know, like if if we're going to and I understand like courtesy, like let's not do this now or let's not do this here. But what drove me crazy would be like <laughs> we'll be like in the middle of a fight and then like <laughs> like a, a family event will come up the next day and and she would like wake up and act like everything is fine. I'm like, no, we're still mm. arguing about this thing going on. I'm not going to go to this family event and put on this face and and like we're no, I I that that drove me insane. So I don't know why we got on that. Okay, I guess the point is marriage oh, is difficult. It. Seventy years marriage is difficult. <laughs> well, and and shit, you guys just had your anniversary, so it's been what four years? Yeah, four years. Seventeen. Yeah, four. Yeah, years. we just we just we actually went up to um. We just got away for like 24 hours. We went up to Minneapolis. Say it. Say it. Yeah, you went up by me and you didn't even say hi. I know, but invite us out. Nothing. Uh, Monica's best friend also hit her up and like, hey, you want to have lunch? And I'm like, I'm trying to empty these oh, balls. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to. Oh, shit. I want to just <laughs> be with my wife because. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I like, get it. Is, is that a, a challenge for you guys? And I, I know like with the pregnancy, that's also a factor. <laughs> but like, our. One of our biggest issues was not being husband and wife. Like mm-hmm. that that time became so small with all the other things like, you know, career and, you know, parenting. Like husband and wife time was like at the bottom. Is there something that yeah. you guys do um that kind of No. <laughs> no. <laughs> not at all. Um <laughs> Oh, that's that's a that's a big struggle for us too. I mean, it's it's hard to even like step out of just being a parent throughout the day, mm-hmm. you know. And then you add on work and all you know all all the other interests, which I got ton of tons of them. Um, and it's like we have like a solid two hours after the kids go to bed to watch TV. And in all reality, I should be going to bed earlier and shit. But like, you know, you get you get hooked on these shows and it's like, OK, you got time for one more. So like we end up sitting on the couch, you know, watching TV as that sounds super boring. But like that's that's what we enjoy doing to a point. And I'm always distracted doing that. Yeah, we don't we don't have shit figured out. <laughs> and I don't no. I don't think any of us do. Like you said, there's no, no manual. I mean, even all the books that's written. There's know, like, no manual. There's tons of books. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you started like, on that road. No, you just yeah, gotta yeah. figure this shit out and you gotta figure out your partner. And maybe no, you never do, absolutely. but you you at least understand how you guys operate. And uh so that's beautiful. Okay, so let's <laughs> let's let's go back just a little bit because we still haven't come full circle talked about how we met yeah yeah, yeah so, <laughs> so it's 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 2006 you're pursuing uh melissa slash missy i worked with yep. missy at applebee's for a, a couple years it was yep. it was the it was the job that saved minnesota for me because when i moved here or when i moved there um everything fell apart like, like I moved to Minnesota thinking like I was jumping off of one sinking ship. And and for me, Minnesota had like a bunch of holes in it. And, and it was going down, but not going down fast. Uh, I moved to Minnesota. My best friend at the time, uh, he basically ends up moving back to Detroit, leaving me in Minnesota. I didn't have a job. Uh, I had a retail job, but it was like a really <clears throat> shitty re- retail job. Uh, me and my best friend, we we sat down at Applebee's. We were just talking, and <laughs> the server, her name was Tara, who I absolutely hated. She was she was Billy. It, Billy was 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 trash. But by the end of the time oh. I left Applebee's, <laughs> I actually liked Billy. So I love least, Billy. Yeah, yeah. And but, Billy's Billy's a chick, everyone. Billy's yeah, oh, yeah, a chick. Yeah. So by the end of it, my least favorite person in Applebee's that I've ever worked with or known is this girl named Tara. She was the one with the voice. I don't know what her particular oh, uh medical condition was, but she had like the squeaky voice, and she was like the devil. <laughs> but 
she was our server and she brought the manager over and I talked to him for a second and then I ended up getting the interview the next <clears> week, <throat> got hired the following week and uh, I, I, I worked I, out. Yeah, it, it worked out and Applebee's was such a coming of age job and and Missy Missy had worked there. So I guess I got the job before her and uh, you had pursued her. Basically met you kind of just from you coming into the restaurant. When did you think when do you feel like our our friendship <clears throat> developed? Cuz I know from from as long as I can remember, no bullshit and still to this day in my phone I have you as my boy with cap fucking letters and <laughs> Uh, I don't know if that just comes from like old school, you my boy blue, or if that's just like, I fucking like this guy because I don't have a lot of male, like unlike you, like I don't have a lot of male best friends. So when I have one that I, I really like, I I don't know, don't I hold on to him? I guess. You know yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, and and like what's what's weird is you know like I got I got two other dudes that um they're 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 a part of my tree too and i don't even really talk to them that much anymore because they drive me crazy like like there's i i don't know where i'm going with this other than like i don't really connect with other dudes that great in the first place so yeah no i i i cannot pinpoint like the day i met day but I do remember when, for me, when our shit just like came together and it was like, hell yeah, this is, this is my guy was drinking over at your apartment with your ex and doing wee bowling. And Missy's just sitting there getting all drunk, throwing, (laughs) throwing the ball from the fucking couch and she was beating us. And I was like, what, what the fuck? You're not even standing doing this right. You're not doing it right. I was like when the, we had just dropped and and it was a big deal. And oh yeah. Yeah. And I remember when you guys broke up and I was like, yo, okay, I'm sorry. Like, we we can talk and shit, but yo, are you gonna get the we? That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> we we treated all of those things like like chi- like not children, but yeah, like a, like it was like a divorce. Yeah. Like you get this, I get that, and yeah. you uh, split, you get the house. <laughs> I'll take the kids. Oh my goodness! You know what? Yeah. Fuck that. You keep the kids. I got the dog. Shout, the shout out to shout out to her. We that's the only ex in my life that I have no communication with whatsoever, and. You know what? Like looking back, is that because of uh, spray painting your car? Or I mean, you probably should we not should, get into that. You right probably now? should spray paint your ex car. No, I'm. I'm. Here's the thing. Uh, I'm. I. I think I've shared a bunch of stories on several different episodes, and I don't know if like like if you go back, you have to like listen to this episode and that episode to piece all the pieces together. But yeah, no, I. I know I've shared it on here before. Not that that relationship was was a was a young man getting hurt i mean just a young man falling in love and getting hurt and not knowing how to deal with all of it and yeah i uh i pray that you know i prepare my my two sons for that 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 i don't want to say heartbreak because i don't you know like just how to handle mm-hmm. the yeah, yeah. your emotions because right now my oldest is is my least favorite when it comes to like <laughs> Uh, like he just spazzes out like his his emotions like so me and my wife were talking about this like my favorite thing about my oldest is he's very artsy like he's his creativity blows me away like I am amazed by how his mind works how he creates things how he gets obsessed about you know like a, a TV show or a cartoon and he just goes all in Um, but the backside of that is he gets so emotionally invested where sometimes he can't handle it. So when he gets really, really angry, he, you know, he wants to hit his little brother or, you know, when he mm-hmm. doesn't like something, he wants to still cry as a now, you know, almost nine year old. And I know kids cry, but like, get your shit together. <laughs> so, so um, I don't know why I was talking about him. No, because you, know, you, you, you want to. Oh yeah. So I, 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 I wish, I wish I could like, really hope, hope he can uh, hone in on, on those types of emotions. Cause I, cause that relationship um, really wrecked me like, like emotionally. Like, I, I don't think I've ever 
like that was that was my my toughest heartbreak so when i met monica she she almost kind of fit the <laughs> the the blueprint of everything not like my ex in a sense yeah. and she 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 fit a lot of things that i was either looking for or didn't realize i was looking for i just knew i needed somebody not like her so and uh yeah. she knocked it out of the park do, do you have one of those like uh a tough heartbreak and again you've been with this your wife for so long like do you <laughs> it's like do you have life before her <laughs> you know what I'm saying? i do have kind of the the heartbreak but uh we're still friends so i don't want to give her the credit you know <laughs> fuck her she don't mean shit we're still friends no, forever. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll walk I her dog, but I don't like her parents. <laughs> you know I, I definitely did not like her parents that much, but um, yeah, I, I, I had I had a heartbreak that kind of that kind of tore me up just because I'd gotten so emotionally invested, and I was kind of always that way when I was younger, and it was like it. It sucks just breaking through all that. So, like, you talk about wanting your kids to not have to go through it. I don't feel like you can have anyone tell you whatever you need to know going into it. You almost have to get broken Mm -hmm. just to kind of figure your shit out and put it together. Um, But, yeah, that was rough. It Mm -hmm. was, it it sucked, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. but hey, we we all make it through, and then we meet that one person who's like, you know, I didn't even know I was looking for this, but mm-hmm. like, you're you're perfect, you know, you're a pain in my ass most of the time, but you're perfect because you're a crazy diehard uh, Viking fan. Uh, let's just share just a couple of seconds. Uh, <laughs> no one will see this video. It's I all- know, I know. No one's <laughs> going to see the video. You're, you're the second guest to like, show, me, show right me their now. boobs and stuff, and like they won't see it. Um, oh, come on, show me Kip the nip. <laughs> Kip the nip. Oh, Kip yeah, for the those, nip. I didn't. Uh, I I don't think I shared it on the podcast are you yet. Doing but like, <laughs> what is going on? It's hilarious. You to just me. It's, it's you ever have an inside joke that just um that just blew like just blew like just you just took it and ran with it. Yeah, and and that's what Kip the Nip has become <laughs> because um, one one of my biggest insecurities in my life from when I was younger till now is my nips. I don't know why it just always have been like they always been like like bigger than normal. <laughs> so um, I I was just okay. one of those boys that didn't like to rip their shirts off, and then you get older you have kids you you have like the dad bod and you're like hey this is you know i know somebody that like it you know what I'm yeah <laughs> yep and uh i've been doing these shows uh you know just a couple months ago and i find myself when there are picture opportunities to just flash my nip okay and i love it and it's hilarious and um i've been doing it a lot so and then on on facebook recently i just put out let's name them because well, one of them I think will never have a name. I don't think he's seen the daylight in 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 quite some time. But Kip, <laughs> Kip, <laughs> Kip is all about like you know it's it's kind of like they work really. It's like pin and tail. If you know though that <laughs> that the comedian uh, musician act where there's the one guy that's super quiet and there's the one guy pin and teller, Pen and teller, yeah, teller. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that's how my nips are. One is all about showtime, and the other one is just behind the scenes. So. Um, okay <laughs> fair enough yeah. yeah um so for 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 me personally i haven't been as insane about football specifically nfl but i'll be honest with you i still don't watch college like i tried it it just hasn't gone nowhere i, I yeah i'm not into it either like i, I really <clears throat> want to i want to be one of those guys like yeah i, I like the you know, linebacker for the, you know, Minnesota state, but I don't fucking know any of them. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, and so I, and, and then I got into NBA way more within the last couple of years. And last year was the first year I rooted for Tom Brady. Like that was, that was a really big deal for me because um, as a Jets fan, since, you know, I, you know, everybody hates the Patriots. He's he's so great. You know, Tom Brady went to Michigan. I just, it's hard to root for, it's hard to root for him, even though he's so great. 
Do do you ever feel well, that what's way? What's funny is he's so great and like he's not a douchebag. He's not an arrogant asshole like Aaron Rodgers. See, Fuck that's that that's, that's that's my question. Like, <laughs> he's, he's dude like yes, you hate the the evil empire. I hate the Yankees just because of they're they're always they're always great. They always spend all the money, whatever. And the Patriots, they always cheat and this and that and all of that. But it is fucking impressive just to have the run that they did. I don't care how much you cheat. The fact that they're relevant for 20 plus years. And Tom Brady's the nicest fucking guy out of out of all of them. He, he's, he's not some juiced up like physical specimen <laughs> looking back on the on his pre-draft videos where he's just staying in there like a little string bean and shit mm-hmm. it's i just don't get like i get it but i don't get it like i love tom brady yeah but. so i was gonna ask you is there being a vikings fan um and and with aaron Rodgers in the division because he's he's <clears throat> he's he's great it's it's hard to not say he's great, but not only do I not particularly like um, <laughs> the Packers, just because uh, I grew up a Lions fan, I'm I'm just not crazy on Aaron Rodgers. Um, is like what's your feelings toward him being in the division and and having to play him twice a year? And is there somebody in the league that you feel like, hey, I don't really like this guy, but this guy is is pretty great okay i'm gonna have to think about that second one later i mean aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> i was trying to get you to spit your water right there i don't um, have to hold it no <laughs> fuck that guy uh i i i hate aaron Rodgers so much for many different reasons just being a vikings fan and putting <laughs> up with just the packers in general like mm-hmm. the, the such an obnoxious fan base you know and it's and it's not all stereotypical overweight middle-aged white people who are just drunk and wearing cheese and shit on their heads (laughs) looking like a bunch of morons i know it's not just that but like that's just the stereotype okay no one likes them and they act like they're the coolest fucking people ever because they don't i they don't fucking know any better i don't know like all they got is their tractors and cheese and <laughs> and corn and shit. Like, no, you're a fucking tool. Yeah, let them have you it. Suck. Let them have it, Mike. <laughs> you suck. So, and we and and how about the you know the fact that they just live in the past? Like, oh, Lombardi, you know, like, he's, <laughs> he's the greatest, and we won the first Super Bowl, and blah 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 blah. And it's like you guys have two of the all time quarterbacks back to back fuck you for that by the way yeah. like did you ever tell me how you felt when Favre became a vikings for those two seasons that was super super tough um it i love the shit out of it now like i have i have a legit far vikings jersey because his first year 2009 that was the greatest season like I've experienced as a Vikings fan, like the wow. digs, the digs miracle finish is that is probably the single greatest moment. But like that season with Favre, that was the first time I'd ever seen a game winning, um, like touchdown for mm. the Vikings. I've seen it all the fucking time against the Vikings. But that the I'm not sure if you remember. Just we were playing the Niners. They were super good, and he hits uh, Greg Lewis back of the end zone. Game <laughs> over, touchdown. I was like, "What the fuck is happening? This is awesome." That year was my favorite season. Uh, yeah, my my first authentic jersey was was a was a Brett Favre um, Jets jersey. And yeah, he, he, we at had least, him for a at season. Least it wasn't um, uh, Mark Sanchez. I'd you know what? Have a Favre Jets jersey. That, I hear uh, what you're saying, but Sanchez Jets jersey. But to go back to what you were just saying, uh, I think the Mark Sanchez Rex Ryan those first two seasons are my favorite 
seasons of of uh, of being a Jets fan, and that's that's crazy to put that in into like you know perspective because that happened a very long time ago. So so long, yeah. yeah. There's been well, a lot of years that that y'all of, went uh, to the the conference championship. What two three? It was back to back with Mark Sanchez as he those was a are rookie. The two seasons you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, yeah. We had Favre, and then he left. And I was stuck with this rookie who I had knew I knew nothing about the team. <laughs> so we get Mark Sanchez and they just loaded him up with a bunch of fucking weapons. And dude, Darrell Revis, oh. Antonio Cromartie. Oh my gosh. Yes. Dude, that that was that was a fun team to latch on to. Yeah, now, if was, you would have known time. that they'd only be relevant for a couple of years, would you have latched onto a different one? That's a great question. Like it's hard to it's hard to think that way for me. It's like it happened and I'm I'm very very comfortable with my decisions because obviously if I can go back I'd be like a fucking Patriots fan because I feel like for a good 20 years you couldn't really say shit to me. <laughs> so um and yeah. you know I, I really enjoy being a being a Jets fan for the simple fact that I chose them. Like growing up as a Lions fan is is all fine and dandy, but it was it was shitty being a Lions fan. Um, <laughs> all fine and dandy and shitty. I mean, like, I, oh, what, yeah, I know we just go from one to the other real quick. I mean, like, it's it's great when you grow up in a in a city and that just becomes your team or it gets passed down because that's sort of how legacy works. It's, it you pass yeah. down generation generation. My father was this fan, and and now you're this fan. Like as far as my kids are concerned, I've gotten them Jets shit, you know. Oh yeah. Um, but there's just something for me that I think is a little bit more special with I chose this team. Like mm. I it's it's just like your your wife, you know, or your your spouse, your significant other, like you know, falling in love and and you know, like you don't necessarily choose them in that in that aspect. You don't get to choose who you love, like I, I love picking uh, the Jets as my team and then riding out with them. And it would be obviously the greatest thing to see a, a Super Bowl um, victory before I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you very much on that. <laughs> I'd love to see that shit. <laughs> what, um, you know, we should have your... had that in that first five year, but no, <laughs> all the yeah. cheating aside, like we shot ourselves <laughs> in the fucking foot, five turnovers. Five. That was like, and we would have easily beaten the Colts a couple of weeks later. It wasn't even like they were terrible. So anyway, Uh, what's your expectation for this upcoming season? Um, well, they are tempered a little bit after Saturday's preseason game. That was terrible. (laughs) Uh, Luckily, I was working and selling cars because I I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't count preseason other than that was practice. It's like it's like open mic to me. As a comedian, yeah. it's like open mic. I don't. We'll see if you got anything, but I don't. I don't hold anything against anybody. Well, and, you know, I'm I'm not into comedy, but or well, I don't do comedy. I should <laughs> say that. Um, open mics where you try new shit out, right? Right. It's just it's okay. practice. Yeah. So I've seen Zimmer um, be really shitty in the preseason, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is gonna happen this year? And you know that season ended up being the the Minneapolis miracle going to the the conference championship. So like I I think this year should be a phenomenal year for the Vikings. Wow, I think, you're just throwing um, yourself out there. Well, so you look at pre uh, free agency period. You look at before that started. You got Eric Kendricks, Anthony Barr. And Daniil Hunter coming back. They were out most of the year last year. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you got three incredibly good defenders. And Anthony Bard doesn't get all of these like highlights and accolades. But the more you talk to the football people, the more it's like he does a lot of things that don't show up in the stats. So you have all of that. You have your, your rookie corners. They got another year. They can learn, go through preseason and get better. And then we start hiring or uh, signing a bunch of free agent defensive guys. 
Now, at that point, I was a little pissed because our offensive <laughs> line sucks. And instead of signing offensive line free agents, we're signing these defensive guys. And it's like, damn, like, really? Oh, and I forgot Michael Pierce, too. So anyway, so we start signing all these defensive guys. We go into the draft and I for sure texted you. Yeah, I'm not sure if you remember this shit, but we go into the draft and we trade down. And I was about ready to fire Spielman at that point. And I'm a big Spielman guy, but we trade down. I think it was like 10 picks and we didn't even get a first out of it. I was like, like, how the fuck do you do that trade? Like, how do you do that trade? But he redeemed himself by getting this, this offensive tackle. And then we used one of those picks that we got to get a, to get a a potential future quarterback. So like, you know, I was feeling really good after all that shit turned. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited every year. Like even some of the three and 13 years, like I was excited, but you know, this year I think should be special. So well, good, good luck to you. I, uh, (laughs) thanks. I have two issues. One, Cousins (laughs) Cousins <laughs> is still is still the quarterback, so I just yeah. But Cousins, see, I think they failed Cousins. Um, <laughs> you really can't. That's interesting to say. So, so you look at Kirk Cousins, and when we signed him, he was the top free agent. Don't act like you didn't it's... want him on the Jets. Oh no, so I, I hands down turned down more money to to uh, to go to the Vikings instead. I'm of the so Jets. happy he didn't go to the Jets. Cousins is I one mean, of those people that I, they're like, you know, what's kind of crazy as a Jets fan, we've had some really great, great quarterbacks in the last 10 plus years. You know, we've had five, we've had Michael Vick, we've had, I'm just like, okay, don't, don't give me that. Well, yeah, but not at like the great heights of Again, their career. We, we, had, we had Tim Tebow when, you know, when he was <laughs> supposed to be a big deal. So, um, <laughs> Tim Tebow. I know. Said no excited NFL fan ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, if you were a Bronco fan during that during his run, you were. Oh, uh, dude, he did have a run. He yeah. sucked, but he kept winning. It was <laughs> it was ridiculous. And then that's kind of what Mark Ch- Sanchez was like. He wasn't good at all when when things when he got exposed. He really that's when he started butt fumbling and like he, <laughs> wasn't, he wasn't a great. I was wondering if that was gonna come up. Um, but oh, man. no cousins is someone, I mean, I, I can, I couldn't build a franchise around, around this guy. Oh, he was the so, best available. I'll give you that. But if him and, and like, I think he had some promise. So like he's, he was on a shitty team in Washington and he had a bad record against winning clubs. But to me, I was like, well, that's because it's Washington. They're terrible. Their defense is inconsistent. Like they had the worst free agent sign ever in Albert Hainsworth. I was just like, okay, you know, like, like we're a great defense. He's a great quarterback. Let's, let's go. He can't put a team on his back. Sorry to, sorry to take you all over the place. I just, yeah, uh, well, that's what I do. Football, football. I talk feel like we're fun. all all over the place. I fucking oh. love football talk. Yeah. It's well, good luck. I uh, hope you have Thanks. a good season. It's hopefully Cousins does it for us. Who who's gonna win the division? Uh the Vikings. Okay. I love it. The like Vikings. <laughs> obviously. That is that you're so you're so in it. Like it's as a Jets a, fan. That that was a fan answer. I mean Yeah. It is so hard to predict that one with Rogers coming back. I I feel like they're they're gonna be the favorites again. Um if you look at what Justin Fields could potentially do. I mean, mm. the Bears could have a hell of a year too. So I think they yeah, it's, will. It's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. I'm I gonna hate only- it all unless the Vikings come out on top. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and no, I think I think the Lions are gonna suck like like they do. And uh yeah, I, I think it's gonna be a battle between Chicago and and uh, you know Packers, but we'll see. Um I'm oh, I'm thanks. I, Thanks I know that. We're the, well, it's important we're that the... you, you get real with reality. Like it's it's it's, it's like I, I refuse as a Jets fan to buy um, <laughs> the day Sam Darnold got traded to the Carolina Panthers. The next day I bought a Sam Darnold jersey for the Jets. Like I refuse oh, to okay. buy a regular price jersey. 
for the Jets yeah. until they they go to the playoffs. Uh, until they go to the playoffs. That's 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 yeah. my that's my stand. So I will buy all the cheap clearance players is no longer with, let me find a Revis jersey you know like I'm, I'm i'm looking for players that are you know that that's where i'm at in life so what's uh, well what's funny is cousins is a current player and you can get his jersey super fucking cheap around here so yeah could be this, worse this is gonna be his last year what's his extension uh, how long uh is it does go through next year and I do feel like this is probably his last year with us. Definitely. But I don't year. know who the hell would trade for it. You know, the Vikings would have to pay for part of his contract mm-hmm. just for a team to take a trade. They so, will. I don't even know. Hey, fucking spoiler. I mean, not spoiler alert, but uh, what if <laughs> Aaron Rodgers <laughs> leaves the Packers and joins the Vikings next season? <laughs> I'd still hate his ass because he's an arrogant prick. I stand by that to this day, but shit, I don't care if we win the Super Bowl. So the only be- thing, the only thing, and I'm projecting this on myself here is if, and I thought this when Favre was was taking us too, was if we ever won the Super Bowl with Brett Favre or if Aaron Rodgers came to the Vikings, all the Packers fans are going to be, well. You know, you couldn't do it until you had one of our quarterbacks. Absolutely. And it's like, fuck you. Absolutely. You're still not cool. So, oh. all right, let's uh, let's 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 end on one one more topic. Uh, I think out of everything that you said, we should talk a little bit about just kind of how the last year has gone. I think the last year probably has been a, a huge. I guess eye openers is a way to say it. Our relationship, if I can go back to, Sorry I feel like background noise here. No, you're fine. I mean, you you have kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, if if if, if I didn't hear any background, I would I would be nervous. Oh, look at it. Is that is that Jamie or get out? No, it's Charlie. <laughs> Charlie, you want to say hi? You want to say hi, Jamie? Yeah. Oh my god. I'm hey. sorry. I'm just derailing your whole. This is great. Hi. Say hi, oh, Day Day. You guys are so big. Hi, you guys yeah, are great. Like, Good to see dude, you. They just don't stop eating and growing, and now they're not going to get out of here quietly because I've involved them. That's all right. Now this they're is their show now. <laughs> I've had my kids you know, on the podcast. They love having me home, so I can't fault them for it. That's awesome. So, but yeah, now you got to get out. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me not take too much of your time. Um, no, no, no! Please do take up. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I fucking love talking to you. This like that's been... not a shot at my kids. I love talking to you. Was... Like I wish we were doing this for like many more hours. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.